the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Our text for our meditation this morning are the scripture readings that were read for you earlier. About a month ago, we got word about a Thai soccer team that was trapped in a cave. Having just gone down to explore, and then all of a sudden the rains came, and their way of getting out was now flooded. It would be a dangerous rescue. It was questionable whether or not they would even be able to be rescued. Do you remember how you felt? Did you have compassion for the parents, for the friends, for the people who knew them? Sure, it's on the other side of the world, but imagine if you knew those people. Imagine if they were your children or grandchildren. For all of us, we have compassion when we hear these stories. Today in our gospel reading, Jesus tells us he had compassion. He had compassion as he looked at the people who were walking, running along the seashore, watching him and his disciples. Where are they going to get off? What can be done? What will Jesus say to us? What will he do? In Mark's gospel, we find Jesus telling us they were like a sheep without a shepherd. And so they had heard about Jesus' teaching. They had heard about all of the things that Jesus had done. And they wanted to be there. They wanted to hear him. Other gospel writers tell us they wanted Jesus to heal their sick. But Mark focuses upon the teaching, the spiritual teaching. And Mark helps us to understand something very special by using that word for compassion. And I really like this Greek word for compassion because I think it's a fun word to say. So I want, I'm going to tell it to you, and I want you to listen and see if you want to have some fun and say it. Esplunknistha. Can you say that? Esplunknistha. One more time. Esplunknistha. Now you can go home. You've learned something new today. No, seriously, but the word had compassion is a word that really describes how we feel, really how you feel in your guts, in your heart, when you really have that feeling of compassion, you see somebody's problems and you really want to be able to help them solve that problem. It's not that you feel sorry for them, but you want to try and help them to solve their problem or provide a solution for their problem. They may not even be able to do anything to solve their problem, but you can. That's compassion. That's how Jesus felt. And Mark helps us to understand now how Jesus really is feeling. That inner feeling of Jesus. 
We don't usually get that glimpse of what Jesus is feeling. Most of the time we hear about what Jesus is doing. Think about what we sang in the song. Praise the one who breaks the darkness, right? I mean, look at all of the different things that Jesus had done. He was active. He blessed the children. He drove out the demons. He preached the gospel. He healed every dread disease. He calmed the storms, and he fed thousands. And that's something he will do after he taught them. He did that miraculous feeding of the 5,000 men plus the women and children who had gathered there. You see, Jesus has compassion for their spiritual being. But he also has compassion for their physical needs. And so it is that Jesus is there to help them and to help us. Perhaps a working definition we might want to think about with for compassion is simply this statement. It's having your pain in my heart, in my guts. Compassion is having your pain. I hear your pain. I feel your pain in my heart, in my guts, because I want to help as much as I can to solve your needs. Years ago, a farmer was plowing during the spring thaw. There were muddy low spots in his field. Chugging into the one particularly wet place, the farmer's tractor got stuck in the mud. And he kept trying and trying to get out Every time he kept trying to get out, the deeper down into the mud he got. Finally gave up, walked over to his neighbor to see if his neighbor might be able to help. So his neighbor came over and looked at the situation and said, well, I'll tell you what, it doesn't look good. But I'll try and pull you out. And if I can't, I'll sit in the mud with you. That's compassion. That's taking the neighbor's pain in his heart so he doesn't have to experience this alone. So Jesus had compassion on the people's spiritual problems because they were like sheep without a shepherd, as we also heard described in our Old Testament reading for today. They desperately needed someone to guide them, to teach them, so that they would understand how much God really loved them, but also what God expected of them. And how it was that they could indeed look at their sins and repent of those sins and know that God forgave their sins. That's what they needed to hear. And that's what Jesus taught. Taught them what God's word said and how that word could be applied to their very lives. 
What is rather interesting is that you, if you look at the beginning of chapter 6 of Mark, you'll find out that Jesus had already been training his disciples to go and teach and help. You see, he had separated them into twos and said, now I want you to go into the different towns and villages, and I want you to preach my word. And they did. And they came back. And that's what was happening, a very short glimpse right at the beginning of our text. They were sharing with Jesus how excited, how spiritually exhausted they were, but also how spiritually exhilarated they were. Can you imagine them being able to cast out the demons with God's word? And what an amazing sight that was. And how they were able to share the good news with other people so that they might indeed know of God's love for them. So that was happening. But there was also another thing that Mark was recalling. And that was how, John's, how Jesus' cousin John had been beheaded by Herod. How sad that had been for Jesus. And so Jesus said to his disciples, let's go away and rest for a little while. They were in desperate need themselves of some time away for refreshment to spend time with their Lord. And so Jesus had them get into the boat, and they were going to the other side. And all of a sudden, as they're on their way to the other side, the people see, oh, look at who's coming. And they get, start walking. They start running because they want to go and hear Jesus and see him. And that's what they do. And when Jesus sees them, even though he wanted to rest with his disciples, he had compassion on them, and he continued to teach. Have you ever wanted to get away and rest for a while? Maybe you felt overwhelmed with work, with situations. And as you're trying to get away, suddenly there's a new need. And you respond because you have compassion on those people. Jesus understands what it's like to have those experiences. And Jesus is there with us when we have these needs to respond to. Jesus knows all of our needs. And that's why Jesus, in his love, shows compassion. God the Father knows our needs and has compassion, which is why in the beginning of time after Adam and Eve ate the fruit that God had declared them not to eat lest they die, God had compassion, reached out to Adam and Eve and promised them he would send the Messiah. 
Some years later, the children of Israel were slaves in Egypt, and they cried out to God to rescue them, and God sent them Moses and delivered them through the waters of the Red Sea and brought them ultimately to the promised land. The scriptures record story after story of God showing his compassion upon his people. He delivered them. Not because they deserved it, because they didn't. Not because they earned it, because they hadn't, but because he had compassion. He knew their need. He knew our need. And that's why he responded with his compassion. God in his compassion sees our needs each and every day, just as he saw the needs of the people in their day. When Jesus was sent into this world to be born of the Virgin Mary, to live among the people, he showed compassion on the people. As we sang in the hymn, as we heard, healing people's diseases, teaching them and loving them and doing so much more, but ultimately, what did they do to him? They put him on a cross. And there on that cross, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He showed compassion for all humanity as he gave his life for them, for us. Jesus showed compassion for us, each one of us as we were baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, as God's word and water were poured over our heads and we were called, claimed, forgiven by him. Jesus shows compassion when he encourages us to pray. And as we lift up our hearts in prayer, God listens to those prayers and he answers those prayers in his time and according to his will. He shows compassion in so many wonderful and loving ways. So you come today. Some of you have already shared some of your burdens with me. You have needs. Jesus is here. He loves you. He knows what you're going through. And he promises to walk with you through whatever challenges you are facing. Because most of all, his love, his love may not result in answers that you are looking for in this lifetime. But I can assure you the answers he gives to you and to me each and every day are those answers that will respond and benefit us for eternity. For he has claimed you, he has forgiven you, and he promises to be with you always. So in his love and in his mercy, he now sends us out to show love and compassion to others. How can we respond to other people's needs? Next week, we have opportunity next Sunday as a part of our servant projects.
But my hope and prayer is it's not just next Sunday, but it's whenever God provides us opportunities to show his love, to share his love, whether words or actions, for Jesus Christ has blessed us that we too may be a blessing to others. Amen.